0: And Welcome to Coffee Cat Creative Cafe, that's Coffee Cat spelled with K, where I will try to focus on art and life, but will inevitably ramble. My name is Megan, and today we're just going to get right into who I am and what I do. I appreciate you taking the time to join me for this episode. Let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. My name is Megan Cook. I'm an artist and author currently living in the New York Finger Lakes area. This is my first podcast of the Coffee Cat Creative Cafe series, so bear with me as I work out kinks and bugs in the way I present these podcasts. My plan is to use them as a forum to discuss life, art, business, really anything that comes to mind, and also to answer any questions that might come up through Patreon or Instagram or any social media if you guys want to reach out and ask anything. But for this episode, since it's the first one, I kind of just want to introduce myself and talk a little bit about where I come from and how I got into art and writing and how the journey has been so far. I won't reveal my age, but let's just say my first game system was an NES and I did play the original Game Boy. Someone recently told me that makes me a grandma, so I'll live with it. Anyway, so if you have looked at my bio on my website, you'll know that I was born in Asheville, North Carolina. I was actually born in the same hospital my mother was, and four years later, my little brother was born, same hospital. And I was born to a military family, so we moved a lot when I was a kid. About every three years, we went somewhere new. We've been all over the place from Camp Lejeune in North Carolina to Orange County in California, but I was an infant, so I don't actually remember that one, to Okinawa, Japan. And Japan was a really influential move because it came at a very, I would say, sensitive time in my childhood, Uh, I was about seven when we moved there. So I was just getting out of things like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Care Bears and into what most 90 kids kind of reflect as the Nickelodeon era. But I was in a foreign country watching foreign TV. So instead of Nickelodeon, I got to watch Sailor Moon. As an anime fan, it doesn't get much more OG than that, except if you were watching Gundam when it originally aired in Japan on Japanese. So that kind of started me on the path of anime fandom. However, when we moved back stateside, I actually kind of forgot about it for a little while until I met a friend who was really into Sailor Moon over here. Of course, it was the dubbed version because that's what was available on cable television here at the time. It was nice, though, because I could get back into it and actually understand what the characters were saying because it was in English. And that just pretty much sealed my fate. From there, I watched Toonami and all the classics. I guess they're classics now. Gundam Wing, Record of Lotus War, of course, Sailor Moon, DBZ in English. And then I got into Escaflone And Tinko no Escaflone was the first... Major epic anime I watched. And it was, I think it was the first fantasy anime I watched. I think that actually I watched before Record Lotus War that came later. That series, Escaflone, was extremely influential on me, especially as a writer, because I had always been drawn to the fantasy genre. When I was growing up, I was constantly reading books. I read the whole C.S. Lewis series, The Chronicles of Narnia, uh, Brian Jacques, the... I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. The Redwall series. A Wrinkle in Time was one of my favorite books when I was about 10-ish. So all these great... Uh, Oh, and The Dragon Riders of Pern. That one I think I have almost every single book. I'll have to I'll have to look and see if I'm missing any, but I'm pretty sure I have almost the whole collection. So for me, seeing that genre represented in a visual medium that I'd come to really love, to see it in anime, that just threw me way over the edge as far as art and storytelling went. It actually influenced my first book, which I wrote when I was 14, and it's compiled of probably six to eight little notebooks that I lovingly ripped out every single page and took all those pages and put them into one of those giant like three inch binders So I have that somewhere in a storage box is my first ever book that I wrote that was super fantasy and super anime. So from there, from that influence, I started crafting my own stories and my own characters and my own style through high school into college. And I started college down in South Carolina. Well, I finished college down in South Carolina as well. At that time, I was focusing more on graphic design. That's what I thought I wanted to do as a career, even though everything that led up to that point was storytelling and character driven and um, everything like that. But I thought that graphic design would be a safer choice for a career, something I could make money in. And so that was what I mainly focused on. And the storytelling kind of took a back burner, except for one bright spot, which was a RPG that I got introduced through DeviantArt. And it was an interesting it was an ex- interesting collaboration because up until then, my experience with RPGs had been online through things like Yahoo Groups and chat and that kind of thing. So it's all written. You write a post, somebody responds to the post, and the story moves along. In this setting, the RPG was set up with like a monthly chapter theme, and everyone had their own character. So you would take your character, apply this monthly theme for your chapter, and through that grew a story. And the RPG was called Darkness Rising, one of the characters that I created for it, my, my main character I created for it, is Momoko Hitsuragi. And if that sounds familiar to you, that's because that's my main character in the current sci-fi novel I'm working on, which is called Firefly Darkness, which is influenced from my experience from that RPG. The storyline is different. Um, the characters are different as well but it's it's heavily influenced from that experience and uh, momoko's changed a little bit from those days as well but the essence of her character's same getting back on track In college, I was concentrating more on graphic design, like I said, aside from Darkness Rising and working on that story and that world. I was mainly focusing on visual design and um, applying that to print and web. I focused mainly on print, designing things like logos and brochures, and that led to a a short-lived internship outside of college where I got a taste of what it was like to work in a graphic design firm. It didn't take long for me to figure out that that might not be my path. I found myself very exhausted, creatively exhausted, coming up with these designs and these concepts, and you would throw many of them at a client, and they might pick one, or they might go in a completely different direction. And overall, after doing that, and after freelancing on my own for a bit, I, I decided that I wanted to give storytelling another try. I discovered NaNoWriMo. Which is the, actually coming up, it's the month of November is a national writer's month, or writing month. And the goal is to write 50,000 words in a month. Which is, you know, the average length of a novel. So essentially it's writing a novel in a month. I have done it twice. I've only won once. And let me tell you, it is intense. I am planning on participating in some capacity this year to finish... Firefly Darkness. However, I don't anticipate on making the word count. My goal is not necessarily to write 50,000 words, it's to finish that novel because it has been in the works way too long. At this point, you could probably make every joke from Family Guy about Brian's novel about my novel because it's taking so long. I fully intend to finish it and this is my year, 2019. The book's gonna get done. So how did I get from being a graphic design-minded college graduate to now being an indie creator? Simply put, my mother gave me an ultimatum. She said either publish something by 2015, 2015, or give up art as a career and find something else. Me, being the stubborn person that I am, said, oh, I'm going to publish something by 2015 because art's what I've wanted to do my whole life. In what capacity or what shape or form, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out real quick. That led to the publication of A plus B. I had the concept. I had a rough outline. I got a couple of my DeviantArt friends to help me flesh out a script and figure out how to do a script for a comic because up until then, all I had written were stories or short story. So I had never done a script. Then I took that script and pretty much my life savings. And I found an artist whose style I absolutely fell in love with and the way he drew expressions and how cute his characters were just fit the theme of a kind of pop romance blend of teen movie and shojo manga theme that I had going for the story. It just fits so beautifully. So I hired him to do the artwork because I was not confident in my drawing abilities at that time. And I'm still not that confident in my comic drawing abilities. But from there, from the publication of my first graphic novel that I had created and written and could hold in my hand... That was the most amazing feeling and when I when I held the first copy in my hands I realized this this is what I want to do It's not just about drawing something and being happy with it it's about creating something having a product in hand, something that will hopefully bring as much joy to somebody who picks it up and reads it or somebody who orders it offline or you know sees it in a bookstore you know that they would love it as much as I loved it the first time that I held it. It it really is, It's, it's amazing. And so I decided to make another one and there was The World Next Door. not quite as happy in content it's a speculative sci-fi about the end of the world but my friend jessica had adored a plus b and she wanted to work on a project with me and i wanted to see that short story it was originally a short story i didn't script it for a graphic novel but wanted to see that short story visualized she did an amazing job with that And then my next project was Secret Gold, which is a modern fantasy romance. I went back to the romance genre, and it's a novelette. And that has led me to here, this year, where I have got to participate in both illustrative zines and be published in a comic anthology. I have my first published comic this year where I wrote it and I drew it. I actually from start to finish, it's all me. And that has been like, that has been a dream and that's been on the bucket list and that, unbeknownst to me, that has been my goal probably this whole time is to blend the storytelling and the visual medium and say this, this world and this art, this is what I've created. And here we are. So that starts a whole new brand new chapter for me as a creator and is probably what I'm going to try to focus on going forward is creating comics and being a self-published comic creator well that's it for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it if you're already supporting me on patreon i give you my eternal thanks and virtual hugs if you would like to support me on patreon find me at megan c creates and my name is spelled m-a-e g-a-n i hope you guys have a great and powerful day i'll see you next time